Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Changing of the guard. Are they real? Probably overrated. Pressure does now. You're not going to play us. That's what I call noise. Get your mind right. Today, we talk with our pads. What a hit. Happy Thursday and welcome into College Football Live. I'm Kelsey Riggs and let's go out the tunnel starting with a big ranked showdown in the Pac-12 on Friday night. Will Utah have their starting quarterback? The latest from Pete Thamel is coming. Plus, are the Irish ready to rebound? Find out why all eyes will be on their defense in Durham. And beware of the Jayhawks. The last time they were in Austin, they pulled off the biggest upset in conference history. Can they do it again? That's ahead on College Football Live. College Football Live is presented by Dr. Pepper. What's going on? Welcome into College Football Live alongside Trevor Maddich, Sam Ocho. I'm Kelsey Riggs. Great to be with you. And we are excited for what is surely to be another great week of college football week five on the horizon. And let's take a look at some of the big storylines we have coming your way as top 10 teams are 9-0 on the road over the last two weeks. Number one, Georgia and number two, Michigan, finally going to play away from home. The Bulldogs are at Auburn while the Wolverines are at Nebraska. The ACC is the only conference in the country with six undefeated teams. It's just the second time in FBS history that a Power 5 conference has had six teams all start 4-0. And a week after we saw six AP ranked matchups in college football, there are still four being played this week. It's highlighted by Notre Dame visiting Duke as Durham gets set to host college game day for the very first time. There's plenty on the line in this one for both of these teams. Notre Dame trying to get back on track. Duke, of course, trying to prove that they're the real deal. But Trevor, for the Notre Dame side of things, first and foremost, how important is it the mindset, the response, the mentality that we see from the Irish in this one? The response to anguish and agony after the way they <laughs> lost to Ohio State. I mean, seven seconds to go. The Ohio State's got the ball at the one-yard line. Notre Dame calls their last timeout. 11 guys on defense come off the field to talk about it. 10 go back onto the field. And on the last play of the game, no, uh, Ohio State runs the ball where that 11th Notre Dame defender was mm -hmm. supposed to be and won the game. And here's the thing. Getting blown out is easy, right, Sam? I mean, you get blown out, okay, it's their day. You head into practice the next week and you're ready to go. When you lose a heartbreaker, especially if your own boneheaded decision is part of it, it affects the way you practice. And if they didn't practice well this week, Duke's going to get them. But it's hard not to practice well, Trevor, to your point, against a team that you know just beat Clemson, a team that's undefeated, a team that's a top 15 
top-ranked team. That's this Duke football team. They're one of the top-ranked teams. You know they're a good football team. So I know the yeah, it's a 24-hour rule. You have to put that loss behind you. And sometimes you say, okay, a trap game. This is no trap game. This Duke team is for real. Well, and you know that you have all eyes on you again. College game day, of course, going to be there with Notre Dame again this, this week. So that's exciting as well. Sam, the other side of things, let's talk a little bit about Duke. And Riley Leonard, we heard a lot about him heading into this year. He's been great, but only has two passing touchdowns. It's been the run game for them that has just been outstanding. Second in the country in rushing touchdowns. Are they going to be able to run the ball against Notre Dame? So that's going to be what they're going to try to do, right? Their goal, they're a run-first football team. They're one of the teams like a traditional old-school football. Give me three yards, four yards, five yards on first down. Led by running back Jordan Waters. It's what he does in the backfield that gets his team in first down, second down, third manageable. But it's not just him. It's Riley Leonard as a runner. Sure, only two passing touchdowns, but look what he does in the running game. That's a 50-yard touchdown against one of the top defenses in all of college football. And so their goal will be to try to run the ball from Notre Dame. I'm saying, hey, I know that's what they're going to try to do. I need to shut it down and make them throw it. And a defense as talented as Notre Dame will shut down whatever they choose yep. to shut down, right? Yep. That means that Riley Leonard and the Duke passing attack needs to be dynamic. And this is the problem with them. They're incredibly efficient, high completion percentage, lots of catches, not very many many big plays. They're 12th in the conference or 11th in the conference in yards per reception. So they catch a lot of balls, but they aren't doing a lot with it down the field. And so Notre Dame is going to plan on stopping the run and forcing Duke to be more dynamic in the passing game than they have been. Otherwise, Duke has to grind out long drives. Good luck with that. And that plays right into Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's hands. You know the team you're playing loves to run the ball. Where's your strength in Notre Dame? Sure, you could say we have a strong run defense. Center. No, their strength is their corners. Benjamin Morrison, right, six picks last year, already won this year. That's their strength. Shut down Marvin Harrison Jr. Shut down Emeka Abuka. So if you can actually have this game go the way that you'd like it to, shut down Leonard, shut down Waters, make them throw it. You know that they're not overly accurate when it comes to the deep ball. Now you have the game come right where you want it. And we've seen what the Irish offense can do if they get rolling. Yeah. Obviously, last week a little bit different playing against that talented Ohio State defense. Duke trying to get the upset against Notre Dame for the first time since 2016. But we want to flash you back to another upset that happened just two years ago. Take a look. Oh, wow. Thompson wants to throw. End zone has his tight end. Brewer! Touchdown, Texas! Trailing by one, 56-55. It appears as if the Jayhawks will go for the win right here. Daniels, end zone, caught! Kansas wins it! Let's take a look now at our Dr. Pepper Championship Drive Game of the Week preview, and that Kansas win snapped a 56-game road losing streak for the Jayhawks in Big 12 play. Other than that game, this is a series that, as you can see, has been dominated by the Longhorns, especially when the game is played in Austin. But Kansas is off to a hot start, looking to go 5-0 for the second straight season, y'all. It would be the first time they've done that since 1910 to pull off the upset. This offense needs to do what? They need to do everything they've done all season long, but really since Lance Leipold's got there. They give you the same look, but they give you different plays out of the same formation. We're going to start with this. We called it 20 personnel. That means you see what? One, two backs in the backfield. But it's not just the backs. It's Jalen Daniels and what he does in this offense. You're going to see the speed option look. That's Jalen Daniels at quarterback. Speed option look. All of a sudden, he can keep it. He can pitch it. He pitches it. Your linebacker is going to be wrong in this play because he doesn't know what to do. 20-yard gain. Let's go to the next play. The very next play, you're going to see the exact same formation. Remember that formation we talked about? Two backs in the backfield. We call that 20 personnel. Two backs, and we have a, full, a running back, a fullback back there. All of a sudden, same look, speed option look, but all of a sudden, instead of him pitching it, now Jalen Daniels 
keeps the ball. Linebacker is wrong again, 17 yards later, first down. All right, later in the game, same quarter, same series, the exact same look, except for this time, something different is going to happen. I say the same look. You know, he's coming there, speed option. He's going this way. Keep your eye on this linebacker. This linebacker has seen this play before. This linebacker says, if I see that play, I'm going to go and play the play. So linebacker plays the play. All of a sudden, you think, no, he's wrong. The linebacker's wrong. Why? Because someone different has the ball on this play. The running back runs for a 15-yard gain. I've given you three of the exact same formations, but you're giving different looks out of that formation. So it's hard to defend if you're watching tape on this offense. They're keeping defenses on their toes for sure, but when you look on the other side of things, Trevor, this Texas offense has the ability to do the same thing to Kansas. So what does Kansas need to do defensively? Well, they've got to they've got to make sure that Texas doesn't keep up because you're right about that Kansas offense. That was fantastic. The the defense for Kansas is susceptible to the pass. Last week against BYU, the Cougars couldn't run the ball at all against Kansas, but they were able to pass for over 350 yards. And so Texas, with that great passing attack, is the biggest threat for Kansas. I mean, we talk a lot about Texas's wide receiver room, led by Worthy, one of the best in the country. But really their leading receiver is tight end Jadavion Sanders. This guy averages 22 yards per catch as a tight end, leads the team in yards and in yards per catch. And so Kansas needs to slow that down. Otherwise, this thing will just be a flat-out track meet. It, it, they, they can, though. Here's the thing. They can slow it down because they have some dogs on defense. A dude named Kobe Bryant is a monster on defense. He has to slow down who? Xavier Worthy, your whole point, right? Xavier Worthy in the Wyoming game was the difference maker in that game. It was 10-10 in the fourth quarter. All of a sudden, Xavier Worthy takes this little screen pass and takes it to the house. That separated the game. They made it 17-10. Then they scored again and again. But that's Kobe Bryant, and that's what Kobe Bryant's going to do on the defensive side of the ball. He's going to bring the noise, bring the thunder. And then if it's not Kobe Bryant, you have Logan, one of their star safeties, who's getting interceptions and slowing down that offense. And so, yes, it's Xavier Worthy, it's A.D. Mitchell, it's Jatavion Sanders. But on the other side, it's Benny Logan, and it's Kobe Bryant trying to slow down that offense. Of course, if you have a name like Kobe Bryant, you are going to be a star <laughs> on the field, the court, wherever you're playing. That game is a part of our feature doubleheader that we have coming your way this weekend on ESPN and the ESPN app. Number three, Texas, hosting number 24, Kansas, in Austin at 3.30 Eastern. And then we've got another great one that we mentioned. Number 11, Notre Dame, taking on number 17, Duke Wallace Wade Stadium. Going to be rocking on Saturday. Still to come, Utah is 4-0 despite not having their starting quarterback. And they rise to the challenge for another week. We'll have the latest on Cam's rising status. Plus, we've got a little bit of trivia for you, okay, guys? I'm going to need you to weigh in on the other side of this break. Who is this undefeated team that has outscored their opponents by 110 points and has beat an AP Top 10 team? College Football Live is presented by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Dude, football, it's a thing now. It's the first time college game day has been in Durham. Cannot wait to see the scene there. Can't wait to see who the guest speaker is either because we're still waiting to find out who they are going to have if they are on the set. And speaking of things we're trying to figure out, I've got a trivia question for you before we went to break. you got to name the team that's undefeated in FBS, has outscored opponents by 110 or more points, and has defeated an AP Top 10 team. You were thinking about it, Sam. Do we have an answer? I think I saw the answer beforehand. Oh, but I'm not going to. I can't so guess. Honest. I can't guess. Did you see the answer? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking about who defeated a, an AP top 10 team. Mm-hmm. And that probably is Texas because at the time Alabama was in the top 10. That's a great guess. Starts with a D. There's sounds another like one. puke. Let's go. Because it's oh, the Blue Devils. We got you like on puke. that one. Oh, I went, see, that that makes my brain explode, right? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Because you wouldn't think Duke would have that resume. They're the real they deal, do. you guys. I'm telling you. And speaking of the real deal, so is Cam Rising. He, his team, at least, is part of a Friday Night Lights ranked match between number 10 Utah and number 19 Oregon. But the biggest question remains, when will we see a healthy Cam Rising back on the field? Here's Pete Thamel yesterday on the College Game Day podcast. You know, there's still a little ambiguity around Cam Rising and uh, in, in his return. Does he come back in the middle of that snake pit re- redone research on a Friday night? I don't know. Uh, I think that's going to be up to uh, Dr. Elatrosh whether or not he's cleared for that. But if he does, what a scene that would be. That's right. They've got a bye after this weekend, too, so we'll see what they do if he's healthy and ready to go or not. They are a perfect 4-0 and number 10 in the AP poll, the 14th straight week that they have been in the top 15. We know they've got a dominant defense, but the offense, as you can see, hasn't been stellar without rising. They have the worst passing offense in the Pac-12, and they are 157 passing yards per game, ranks 120th in the nation. So, Nate Johnson, he's done enough to get them off to this 4-0 start so far without their star quarterback, Cam Rising. But, Sam, it's really the defense that has been doing some big things. How are they able to cause so many problems? They're able to cause problems by creating pressure in the backfield. Last week against UCLA, seven sacks, 11 tackles for loss, two interceptions. They were all over the field. So, we talk about, man, the worst passing offense it works passing touchdowns the past they don't need passing offense at least not yet their defense has taken over in order to win it was a one score game in that game against UCLA on the last series they had three sacks in the final four plays that's called money time that's when you have to have it that's what this Utah team is doing that's why it's their first four no starts since 2017 that's why they're playing so well that's why they don't even need Cam Rising just yet Oregon State you'll be able to get pressure on DJU and be able to find a way to win that game with your defense and a Johnson running the ball so Trevor big picture with this game what kind of game are we going to see between Utah and Oregon State ugly <laughs> and that's beautiful, and you isn't love it? it? You yeah. love it. Sam, you play defensive end at Texas, yep, right? Yep. I played offensive line. And, and this is the kind of game that goes back to party like it's 1978 in the Big Ten. 
This is like the old school Michigan Ohio State where you've got just pounding in the trenches that'll decide this game. Oregon State has one of the best combination offensive and defensive lines in the country. So does Utah. And because Utah's offense isn't moving, you know that Utah defense will be fired up to make this thing another ugly, low-scoring game. And so, boy, if, you, if you're a fan of those hairless cats, you're going to love this game. The hairless cats. <laughs> yeah. Christy Williamson. That's my best, yeah, yeah, my best friend. Shout out to her. Shout out to Shout Beanie. Out. Yeah, the okay, cat. So that is, uh, she does. Yeah, Louie um, is the cat's name in oh. case anybody cares at home. Um, that's one of the Friday night games that we have coming your way featuring a 4-0 team. There's another one that we will have for you. And it's time now for our weekend lineup brought to you by Wendy's Beef. The ACC has six undefeated teams. Only half of them play this week, beginning with Louisville on Friday. If they beat NC State, they'll move to 5-0 for the first time since 2013 when Teddy Bridgewater was the starting quarterback. You guys, for this Louisville team, last year it was all about the defense. Trevor, this year it's really been about this offense, and they have looked explosive. Why are they so dangerous? Well, they're so dangerous because they're so balanced. I mean, they lead the ACC in both rushing and passing yards. You would think that would be Florida State, right? No, that's actually Louisville. Now, part of that's who they played, but sure. part of that is Jawar Jordan at running back because at Louisville you usually think of high – high-flying passing attacks, but Jordan's averaging nine and a half yards per carry. Nine and a half yards per carry, and this offensive line is smashing people in the mouth, Sam. So this is a, a physical, downhill, hit-you-in-the-face kind of attack from Louisville. But it's still a Jeff Brom coach team. What does that mean? Remember Jeff Brom was at Purdue the last several years? We called them not the Boilermakers. They were the Spoilermakers. They would play big in big moments. So Jeff Brom is bringing a confidence in quarterback Jack Plummer where, yes, they run the ball with Jordan, but they're throwing the ball all over the yard. And that's the confidence that you get. Remember Aiden O'Connell was a quarterback. He's in the NFL now. He's quarterback at Purdue. Well, now we see that Brom has his new, his new quarterback, I'll call him Plummer, new O'Connell, Getting the ball down the field to his receivers, that's what you see in this offense. So, yes, it's a balanced passing attack, but it's this wide-open, spread-out, Jamari Thrash-focused, pass-centered offense that gets this team a lot of points and a lot of wins. And a quarterback who knows this offense because he, of course, was with Jeff Brown before Jeff Brown back in Louisville, where I know the people are happy to see him there. We've got more coming on College Football Live. We've got to take a deep dive into the SEC West because it's always been all about Alabama, but there's a couple of other teams right now that are trying to state their case. They're going to make their cases for those teams on the other side of the break. You're watching College Football Live. Presented by Dr. Pepper. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. College Football Live. 
is presented by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. It's a little bit of the wild, wild west in the SEC West because for the first time since 2002, every team in the SEC West has at least one loss prior to the end of September. According to ESPN Analytics, Alabama still has the best chance to reach the conference title game for the division. A&M has never reached the SEC championship game. The Tide and the Tigers have combined for 21 appearances. So double-digit chances for all of them, but Alabama still the favorite. We're going to start with LSU. And Trevor, tell me what you've seen from this LSU offense and like about their ability to adapt. It's the way they adjust to what they see. Against Arkansas last week, they didn't score a touchdown until it was almost halftime. But then they hit you like a lightning bolt once they see what you're doing. So let's go to the first quarter against Arkansas. The quarterback, Jalen Daniels, wants to hit a simple out route to his tight end. So they need to clear that bottom defender. Normally in this coverage, if that receiver goes vertical, the defender sags beneath him. But watch that defender. He doesn't sag, he sits. And then he watches the quarterback as the quarterback watches his tight end, jumps in front for the interception. Now, that was in the first quarter. But, Sam, as the game went on and they figured out what the defense was doing, things changed. They started to make adjustments. You're going to see Malik Neighbors, their star receiver on the outside. Right now, matchup against a corner. LSU doesn't want that. So what are they going to do? They want him against a safety. They're going to motion him in and get the matchup that they want. You get Malik Neighbors on a safety, I'm just tell you right now, that safety will have exactly Zero chance to cover Malik Neighbors. That's a safety. Not fair, right? How about if we put Neighbors on a defensive end, right? So, also in the second half, understanding what the defense is doing. Watch Neighbors. He'll just wait. He just waits, waits. Why is he waiting before he starts his route? He's waiting for other guys to clear the defense out because in this coverage, as soon as someone jumps into those defenders' face, they jump on him. They cover him. Neighbors is not a threat yet to those guys. So, who has to cover him? A big old 280-pound defensive end who drops back into coverage. That's who has to cover. So run it back, and let's watch it happen all together. Watch neighbors. He waits, he waits, he waits, he waits. Uh, and then he breaks, and that's because they knew LSU did exactly what the defense was going to do and exactly how to get one of the best receivers in the country on a defensive end who had to match up with him in that matchup zone. And so what Ole Miss needs to do on defense is mix things up. They cannot allow LSU to figure out what they're doing. That is a ranked-on-ranked matchup. But let's take a look at another team that we have playing this weekend from the SEC West, Texas A&M taking on Arkansas. You probably saw the news this week that there's a new starting quarterback for Texas A&M and Max Johnson. Why do you still think they're going to be successful? Because that new starting quarterback has the belief of his teammates and the belief of his coaches. We saw it last week when he had, what, two touchdowns in the second half that got his team the win. But it's not just that. The SEC West, there's some, there's some openings. There's some soft spots. All these teams have one loss. They have Alabama coming up. Alabama, if any time to play Alabama, this is kind of like that time. Our Arkansas, Alabama's still trying to figure out quarterback situation. We know it's Milrow. How much will he mature? Tennessee, I think the jury's still out on Tennessee. We saw them have a loss earlier. And then South Carolina is another winnable game. So if I'm AM, I'm saying, man, quarterback got injured, but I got another guy who has experience in Max Johnson, who has the confidence of all my teammates, and also his dad played 17 years and won a Super Bowl. This dude's ready. He is such an experienced backup quarterback, which is definitely a big key for them moving forward. Speaking of experience and quarterbacks, still trying to figure out how much Jalen Milrow is going to be good in this offense. And Trevor, Alabama, favorite still to win the SEC West. But what more do you need to see from them to make you believe that they are still the standard in the West? 
Milrow needs to improve on his intermediate passing. That's where he struggles. And the offensive line still needs to do better in run blocking. They did better the offensive line last week against Ole Miss. The feature running back, Jace McClellan, averaged six yards per carry against Ole Miss. That's good. And Milrow got better. Those are the things we need to see improve for Bama to get to where they want to go, which is the playoff. Jalen Milrow said this week that they got their swagger back, but that there is still so much that they have to work on, continuing to be humble as they go on the road to take on Mississippi State this weekend. You guys are just getting started because they got Thursday night football. You'll see both of them for halftime of Temple and Tulsa. And then, of course, four ranked matchups coming your way this weekend across the ESPN family of networks and all of college football. Week five is almost upon us. We will see you back here on College Football Live tomorrow. Enjoy the weekend.